search. Each man different, living his own way, searching, discovering numero uno. Welcome to another episode of Broken by Concept, episode 57. Um, I'm here representing the Midlanders of the world. We've got Nathan here representing the jungles of the world. Jungle represent. Um, let's get into it, Nathan. lot to cover. All right, so let's start off with some housekeeping. Yep. So you know how we try and climb like solo queue? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> um, we're trying to climb the ranks of the Apple gaming section of the Apple okay, podcast. Okay. So, you know, there's lots of competition out there. Right. And, you know, I would really just, I really would like you guys' help to leave us yeah. a rating. Uh, on the Apple, the Apple, Apple podcast. podcast, there'll be a link in, um, maybe I'll put the, there's a link in the description, I think. Is it in the, the yeah, Apple I believe podcast? So. You can give it, if, if you hate the podcast, give it a one star. We want honest feedback here. And leave it, there's already some comments there and everything like that. So leave a little comment. I think it's like, it depends from country to country because our Apple podcast is different from the American one, like Australian. Like we right, have, okay. we have separate reviews oh, for Australia and separate reviews from America. Okay, I guess that makes sense. But I think the one that we have linked is American. Right. It's the American version of it. So okay. Right. So I don't know how EU works. So if we could start off with that, that would be really pressure because we want to try and get up in the the gaming section of the Apple podcast, you know? Like, that'd be, be pretty really cool. cool right? climb, the, climb the podcast ladder. Get to rank one. <laughs> Beat Joe Rogan. Uh, yeah, we're going to... I looked at his rate. Oh, he's got so it's many. Out of control. Ones. Yeah. I think we got like 27. He's got something like, like 30,000 on him. Right. So we're working well, on it. Well... It's our own journey. Yeah, one step at a one time. One day at a time. You know? Um, so just highlighting some comments from last BBC podcast. Okay. I thought there was some interesting ones. Yep. We would like to like, uh, props to some achievements, you know, like, so this is from, um, Rainier. Just wanted to give a quick update. I reached masters after playing around 300 games after finishing diamond two last season. Well, wow. just wanted to say thanks to both. Think of a large part of it was because of how healthy, uh, you view league and how I in turn also view league to be such a great game. That's awesome. League's a great Congrats, game. Congrats, man. I love league. Good stuff. We had another one. Um, currently grandmaster mid laner. Uh, I have been binging your content, and I believe if I apply everything correctly, I can climb way higher. Um, and then we had another one saying, um, Hi, BBC. I got Diamond 4 for the first time ever after being stuck in Plat 3 uh, for the last two years. Watch your podcast every week wow. and, and applied your concepts and got from Gold 4 start this year all the way to D4 with a 63% win rate. Overall, in only 150 games, three blocks made a huge difference and not tilt you in. That's awesome, dude. Great stuff. Man, so, we're getting results, man. So we're getting I've, results without even coaching. Yeah, we just we just talk shit on this podcast. We, we just dick around here <laughs> on this couch and we're getting more results than our actual coach. Yeah, we do literally. <laughs> I know. That's that's the sometimes I think it's like, oh my God, like what's going on here? Maybe the, the broken by concept methodologies, you know. Well, it just shows how important the your relationship with the game is right yeah yeah if you in the game and so it's all like really realizing just how poor you might have viewed the game in the past and how much self-sabotaging behavior exists that could be limiting you so speaking of self self-sabotaging behavior mr curtis morgan yep we um i came across a video like it was a super clickbait right like i was yep. instabated into this by healthy gamer gg um, and the title of the video was how being good at games, uh, leads to suffering, right? 
you know, and we get in the video and all sort of stuff and, you know, we're just sort of talking about some things yep. and then it really gets to the juicy part of the end yep. as video clickbait works, right? Yep. But it was really interesting, the concept that he talked about there. So this guy, um, it was pretty obvious as a League of Legends case. He didn't tell you which game it was, but some guy came to him saying um, he like, he must have been from NA or something or it could have been from OS, who knows, but he boot camps to uh, Korea or another, other regions that were better. And he felt like he was so inferior to those players. But then he asked him um, what he felt like when he played um, in his main region, you know, whether NA or so, maybe even it was EU, who knows, he didn't say. He said, um, the players I play with are just dog shit. Um, so he, what he was doing, he was doing like, a, he was an inferior and superior. And both are like toxic in a way because they're both in forms of comparison. He was talking about, how you can't get satisf- satisfaction if you're um, through comparison and all that sort of stuff. And then um, he said, like, so the way that you need the life hack to surpass the feeling inferior is to not feel superior anymore to mm. other people. And he used, like, an analogy of, like, how we view people going to Harvard and stuff like that. So I thought that was really interesting. Um, and I think that's helped a lot. Um, I would say that that has the, the sort of like, I mean, that sort of like ties into negative self-talk. It's like he used the quote, I'm dog shit. I'm a dog shit player in these things. But then he viewed the players that he played against in his region, dog shit. But then that made him, that means his dog shit as well, you know? Right. So it's sort of like negative self-talk being and like, I've I experienced a lot of this in, right. in Soul yeah. 2 as well with some people just like, they suck at the game. It's like, well, you suck in the game, maybe in comparison to, a challenger play, but as we always say, it's like you're on your own journey. Or when they when they go to a lower rank, they would say the say someone's going from platinum to gold. Mm. Oh, people in gold are just dog shit, especially when the season breeze freshes right. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is this is a common problem that I yeah I face with a few people in the mid lane academy. And I think at the end of the day, you could kind of summarize this as a as a toxic form of comparison. But look, I'm not going to name names. So I had a guy reach out to me very similar problem right so basically writes me saying look curtis i just can't help myself i can't stop myself from comparing other people their rank the what results they're getting he says oh but there's all these i see there's all these diamond players that were you know diamond in 20 2020 and now it's 2021 and they're like grandmasters some of them even improved to challenge or whatever it is and he's like how are they able to do that you know, how are these people able to improve at the game where I'm still at low master or whatever? And I asked, I said, well, do you, feel, do you find yourself comparing yourself to others in other areas of your life, whether it's academically or in appearance-wise or whatever it may be? And he said, yeah, but doesn't everyone? And I said, well, yeah, I would agree with that. I think we all, some way, shape or form, compare ourselves to others. But I think the way you do it is very different different and i think you can have a, re- a healthy relationship with comparison comparison in a way yeah because i look i i try to make things as pragmatic as possible and i don't think you can avoid comparison i think it's natural it's to built the, into human i think nature, it's built think? in because i think you know we have built-in comparison in order to evolve okay so let me try and think of it this is might be ridiculous it's not okay. scientific at yep. all okay I'm, this is really prehistoric yep. times, caveman. Um, I, I'm just like walking back to like my cave. Yep. 
and then I see some uh, a fellow caveman yeah. doing a setting up his fire in a certain way, and it looked really effective, right? Like like he was getting it looked like he was getting more heat, or his fire was bigger. And then I looked there, it's like okay, he was putting in extra wood and stuff like that. I'm like, wait, I want a fire that big. Why don't okay. I have that? And then like through that, you can like learn. Oh, that's the way he does it. I'm just going to do that. Is that good? Is that I think that's a pretty solid analogy? Is that a good analogy? Look, I think I, I think the way I viewed it was very similar. Using your analogy was like, like like, like you're hunting. Yeah, and this guy's like got a bow, dude. He like made a bow. You've never seen a bow. Right. In your life. You're like, and he just one shots like the <laughs> the uh, the the deer or the mm. lion or something. And you're sitting there with like your like little like spear or something. You're like trying to get in melee range. Well, no, I actually think you, you're skipping a step there. Though. Am I really? Okay, yeah. let's compare this the specific example, like your your little analogy with what league. What you're comparing with... your a survival ex- thing. No, 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 no. What I'm getting at is, okay, a better, more okay. healthier or, or realistic example would be you've got these two guys walking back to the cave, but one guy has like a... Say they've been fishing, and then one guy has like a huge sack oh, of fish, yeah. whereas you only have like three. Yeah. But you don't know how he did it. You don't really see his fishing rod. You don't see his technique or anything. You just see the result. Yeah, you just see yeah. the fish. Yeah. Right? So, time back to your deer analogy. This guy just got a deer and you just don't have one. Mm. Or he has a huge animal and you have like a little rabbit or whatever it might be, right? So, you don't know how he did it. You don't, know, you don't see his instruments. You don't see how he did it. You weren't there watching how he did it. But you just kind of see the end result. So, in a way... You might be comparing. I mean, it's probably perfectly normal in that scenario. You're like, how the hell did he do that? Look at what I have and look if at what he has. you compare, then it's like, well, then you can't... You're not learning, growing, evolving? I mean, there's an... I think the, the, the initial response is always going to be naturally comparing, yeah. right? But then you probably go through, oh, is this important to me? Yes. Do I want something like that? Okay, yes or no. And then you could start that as a chain series of events, right? Now... I was reflecting on what this guy said to me from the Midland Academy. I said, why is it that I am able to... And this sounds incredibly like, like, look at me and I don't get affected. No, there's times where I've I've probably been affected in the past by comparison. I definitely did. But I would say now I don't really deal... I don't really compare now. And when I do, it doesn't affect me personally. I I don't look at this guy and however much money he has or academically or what university he went to or if he's a better coach than me or higher ranked than me just doesn't bother me like i'm just i'm just me and i'm doing my thing and just having a crack i'm just having a crack right but i'm i was thinking like why are me and you nathan why are we able to you know we have that initial judgment i think that the initial judgment or, or, or form of sense of comparison is is there but we don't allow it to affect our confidence and we don't really allow it to bring ourselves down. So I got a little, you know, I was thinking about it some more, reflecting on it. And I think that what it is intuitively, or or not intuitively, but logically, when I see someone, whether it's a rank in a game, whether it's a a, a cool car, I see like they drive this really awesome car or they they bought this awesome house. I just kind of look at it and I'm thinking, Everything makes sense. So if they're in that scenario where they've got the amount of money to buy this Maserati and I'm sitting there, I don't even own a car, it makes sense. They, there is, I could probably ask them certain questions and get into the details and reverse engineer how they got to that position. So they were 
brought up in this environment. Because it could have been inheritance. It could have been inheritance, but even but even like there would it would make sense why they're in that scenario. There's always a reason, whether it's through hard work and determination and through process. Great. If not, who cares? It's just like it, there is always a reason. So I don't look at that and be like, hmm, that's unfair. Or look at me, I have this and they have I that. Just suck. I'm, I'm, I just I'm, suck. I'm, no, I'm, I can't get a car. I'm poor. I'm useless. Because there's a reason they've got there. There's a reason. Something has happened. The stars mm. have aligned, or they've been at the right place, had the right friendship group, the right parenting. They went to the great university, nailed the their 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 job interviews or exams, whatever, and they led to this situation where they're able to buy this Maserati. Great. He's on his journey. He's doing his thing. And if that's really that important to me, right? If I really want that Maserati, if that was so important to me, then maybe I should have a chat with him. What did he do? How did you get into that situation? What, what what would you recommend for someone to get into that industry? But it's not really that important to me. I don't really give a shit. That's why I don't own, I don't own a car. I don't care about a car. I couldn't care if I drive the shittest, and I have in the past, drive the shittest $3,000 to $5,000 car for, for years. And I gave it away. So my brother, but the thing, my point is, is it's not important to me. Now, if you bring that to league, right? And we got like, say, a master tier player who's looking at it, or diamond player looking at a challenger player. Or even if it's a gold player looking at a at a diamond four player, now you might ask and, and be like, "Wow, this person's like doing this and like they they got this like insane result." And I had a guy, <laughs> so funny, a guy today in the league chat. He said he asked someone after a game. He said, "What were you thinking this game?" Like he must have lost to him. He said, "I was, wasn't thinking anything." And I love that because we don't know jack shit about that guy's circumstance, do we? We don't know what his league experience was like. We don't know what he... Um... Wait, so the guy... Um... Oh, this says card full. We've got to okay. quickly change that. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll be back in a jiffy. We'll be back in one sec. We'll yeah. continue this. Uh, yeah, we'll All continue right. this. Right. You just got to remember what we were saying, okay. Curtis. No problem. We're going to go fix the camera. I'll be right back in two seconds. Guys, technical difficulties. And so before I was rudely interrupted... I mean, Curtis, we got to love the sloppiness <sighs> of this podcast. Like, I was rudely so, interrupted by the camera we difficulties. Were, so we're going so well. Curtis is now upset at me because... No, I, I don't even care about that. Bit. But we... Like, it's just so scrappy. This podcast. It's, it's scrappy. Like it's very scrappy. We don't have a Jamie there fixing our... We, setting it up. We make it work, though. Like, we got, you know, the please stand by thing? That yeah. It's funny how no one comments on it anymore. Everyone's just used to it. Yeah. It's just no one like gives the, a shit. Like, imagine on any other show. Like, you'd never see that. No. Right? We just got this Aaron scrappy little method. That's what I love about the, the BBC mind. It adds character. It adds, we got character on this podcast, right? Um. Anyway, so right, continue so on. So I was saying, I drove a shitty car, whatever. Mm. And yeah, so it's... To, to help elaborate on this story, um, someone in the Discord today, I think it was Reborn, he was saying how he added someone after the game, someone he, I think he he lost to. And he asked him, he said, what were you thinking throughout the game? What, what was your mindset like? This guy said, I wasn't thinking. Now, oh, yeah, I need a clarification on that. So, okay, so, so the guy he was playing against. Yeah, yeah, he added him. He added him. And asked him. And asked him. Like, like, what, are you, like what were you thinking in this matchup thing? and shit okay. like that, right? And like, he said, I wasn't thinking And he was expect because he got beaten by this guy. He was expecting... Oh, so he must be better. So then he, so he'll be like... In his mind... There's no way this guy wasn't thinking about this when right. I think about all this and he's beating me. That's right, spot on, got it, right? Yeah. And then I was... I love that because he said, he said, I wasn't thinking. That's now, right. whether or not that was true, right? Let's yeah. just say it is. Maybe it was like a lazy response. Yeah, maybe he just couldn't be bothered explaining yeah. and well, the guy's not aware of what he was thinking at the time. Or what, it doesn't matter. Let's just say he wasn't and he was an autopilot in the game and beat this guy. What I love about that, and this is what this episode is going to be all about, is okay. that everyone is on their own journey. 
you don't know what experiences that guy has had during league, what he did before. Did he play other games competitively? Was he is he an incredibly competitive person? Is is he playing complete free flow? Um, he's a, one of those players who is present in the moment, and, is, and or maybe that guy has played a lot of his champion. He's a, he's a one trick. There's, there's a trillion uh, reasons as to why that guy performed better than him in that game. So whether or not he thought or not, yes, that can be infuriating if you want to view it like that. Just, so he was angry about that. that I'm assuming, fact. yeah, he didn't seem he seemed frustrated. A bit frustrated, right? Yeah. But you could say the exact same thing in life, right? There are people that have cushy jobs that make a lot of money. Yep. Or they just they were in the right place at the right time. They went to you know their parents put Bitcoin, them in the Bitcoin, right- dude. Like Bitcoin. Bitcoin, right? Bitcoin people can just make a, a shit ton of money by yeah. being buying Bitcoin at that some, one time. You can view it as being angry or whatever. Or this guy gets promoted even though because his father is like the head of a company and just gets puts in a good word for him and he gets promoted. There is a trillion reasons why someone is in a better position than you or makes more money than you or is better off than you and whatever or has better health than you, but it's RNG. Life's not fair. We don't understand, like we don't have enough information on that person to, to, to know. Mm. And that is what I think we knew. And like, I'm assuming we, we kind of had this conversation earlier on and feel free to jump in. But that, at least for me, that's what I intuitively believe. That's why I don't really get affected by someone else's situation, whether it's in game or whether it's in life. It's like, we're on a different journey. I'm doing my thing. And because you know, you're doing your thing, it just doesn't bother me. So I think that's what I intuitively understand. And if I wanted that, I would put the effort forward. You would break it down, get into the details. I would break it down, get into the details and figure out how the fuck can I get that. But if I'm not getting, if I'm not actively chasing, being obsessed about that thing, I can't complain about not having it. Now, if you were, and now this is where things get, you know, if this guy, right, going back to the... Um, but what, isn't he doing that for Lee? Let's say if someone... Let's no, say he's if, not. He's not. This guy, I know he isn't. Uh, okay. he's, he's admitted it. I guess I'm just haven't been trying. He's not process oriented. He's not getting into the fucking details. Got it. Breaking okay. down his shampoo. Yeah. No, he's a Cassidy one trick okay. or whatever. And you're struggling and like Master. No shit, you're struggling Master as a Cassidy. It all, everything makes, makes sense. sense. Yeah. And that's what I want to tie it back to. That's yeah. why I don't care. And that's why, and is that similar for you and your experiences? Yeah. I mean, like, let's say, I mean, maybe this is, maybe you need examples that are closer to you because I'm just thinking now, it's like, let's say there's like a, a soccer player who like is a professional soccer player and it's like, that'd be really cool to be like a professional athlete or something like that. It's like, well, that person probably, you know, just 10 years old nine years old, going to all these programs, you know, lived in Europe and that sort of his stuff. His father was like maybe a, like yeah, a soccer player like, or whatever And then he became his coach and then he became really... And it's like, well, I was playing like World of Warcraft when I was trying. So it's like, why why that comparison? You know what I mean? Like, of course I can't get that, you know? But is that too easy? Is that like a too easy cop-out? Like a cop-out. You know? It's like, okay, so it's got to be closer to you. So it's right. like... Okay, think about your own personal life, Nathan. I mean, I know you're not that type of person, but yeah. is there ever a moment where you're like whether it's in your professional life or just friendship group or, or, or something where you've been like, that's cool. What they have is cool. I would, that's something I'm interested in and they have it or. Okay. Well, okay. Here's one. I, I don't know how I, I'm just, I, I'm going to have to learn here. It's like what right, I was trying to think. Right. I'm going to have to break it down. Yeah. So diawals, right? Okay. We're at the top of our region. 
but in comparison to other regions, like just purely, I mean, we can't like play against other regions. Like we're just in this region. We're just, you know, stuck here because of the, you know, the ping and all that sort of stuff. Right. So it's like, I feel like if we were in NA, you know, we could have been like on that rise with all cloud nine and C9 and that sort of stuff when dials was, was formed and stuff. Right. Uh, so it's sort of like, well, they got into the right place at the right time in the right region. And I sort of just right. tried to make the best I could in, in O's, you know, and we right. become the most dominant. And that and like, in like a that. way that made you, you could have easily viewed that in a, in negative, a negative way. way. Yeah. Right. It's like, Oh God damn it. Like, you know, like you see like the first investments, like, Oh, Reggie's like a millionaire. It's like, I was, I mean, I was in, the, I was like the, the same position as like Reggie, but in O's in a smaller mm, region. Mm. Right. So it's sort of like RNG, I guess. So it's like, well, you know, like what happens if Reggie was me and then I was him? Yeah, what would you it know, be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I know it's what like, god damn it, but but yeah, I mean, I mean, I just made the best of it, and but but that was cool. Like, what what we liked being small hmm. because we had more flexibility and stuff. Yeah, like, and I we, think we we, viewed it as like we had a, more control. Yeah, we had more control. Then would I think people in NA that orgs are so big, you just don't have the creative control. Yeah. Okay, so. Um, I guess that's like the only right. example I can think of in my life where like that's... And so the that's way like you tackled thing. it was that... Break it down the way you tackled it. Uh, so... Why it didn't affect you? <laughs> well, there's no, no point in there's no point. It. What's the point? Yeah. What's the point? Yeah, that's what similar it's, response that's, that's What's the point? That's it is. Like, you know, we're thing. I'm having my fun in, in O's. Like, it's a small little community. Like, we're just having a but great time. But it's simple as that, right? But the execution is very different. For you, Nathan, Yeah, it doesn't... It's so intuitive. It's just like, what's the point? Yeah. But other, for other people, it's just not. Just move on, dude. Just, just go about it. It's like, okay, here right. we go. You know, we're just trying to make the best. We're going to international. Like, you know, we're, we're getting destroyed. Like, we're, I have to be to, like, solve problems that, like, these teams didn't need to solve. Like, they had, like, access to imports and was really good talent. And we're just sitting here just trying to make doing our own solo queue. Yep. But that was, like, a fun challenge, though. Like, right. like you that's a fun challenge. So, now, tying back to the people you've had in the soul too. We've okay. had this issue. Yeah. How would how would you now like you know having that we put this all on the table? How would you articulate it? Bring it to a more close to home example of someone comparing themselves to others, or they got this rank doing this. How would you break that down? Um. How would I break that down? So someone's saying someone else is higher ranked than me, but doesn't do anything that I do. Is that sort of the question? I mean, I'm assuming you get something along those lines and. The Soul 2? Have you had something like that before? Not that I really know. Right. So not many people compare. Oh, I mean, they didn't maybe say it or talk about it, but... Compare. Comparison. Comparing. Reviews. Maybe maybe I'm doing a poor job as a coach because I get a few... I get... Comparison. I wouldn't say a, a metric time, but I get quite a few. So you talking about comparison in like the, the game to game or like overall journey? Both, both. Okay. I would say um, I get people who lose to someone and then, okay, I think we bring up that X person scenario. I think this is the kind of flow on because okay. this is someone from my program. Yeah. And I think we, we like, and this is exactly what the problem is. Okay. And then we riff on this because I think, I feel like there's a lot here and people will probably resonate. Well, if anyone was just come to me saying like, I like, yeah. So uh, for example, I, I, taught, I think we've spoken a bit about 
um, Calvin, right? Right. He's a, a long-forming sauce member. And he has the negative self-talk saying, I'm dog shit. It's like that yep. healthy gamer example. Like, I'm dog shit. I'm in NA, I'm D4, and I'm, that means I'm just super dog shit, right? Because oh, also, all his friends are like Grandmaster as yep. well, right? Yep. So he always says, <laughs> he's, you know, he's just, he's, it's just unbelievable his self-talk. Okay, right? yeah, yeah. And it's How like, do you tackle that? How do I tackle that? Well... That's a great question. I just don't. Like, we're just, I'm struggling. With it at the time. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, just don't. It's, it's like, well, I mean, he's sort of been role swapping a lot. Like, oh, like, 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 it makes sense, right? Yeah. Everything makes sense. Yeah, like, he, at the beginning of the season, remember he did that thing? He didn't three block. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, uh, I, we, we, we are working through it. We're, yeah. we're, we're slowly, he knows the whole process. He just, like, doesn't, like, do it because he's just, like, you know, because uh, let's say that's like a thing. People have like so much time in the day. They can't commit to three blocks because they're like, yeah, but I can't do anything else. I might as well just play leagues and then right. There's always blocks. an excuse. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, it makes sense. If, if and I, even with him, I break it down to him and, and it makes sense. But, you know, but then it's like, it's easy to look at like a, a couple of days or a couple of three blocks in isolation and just view yourself as, but the whole process needs to be there for months. For months. Years. Yeah. 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 But then they'll say, but they didn't do that. And yeah, what's your response yeah, to that? That's that's difficult. I mean <laughs> I mean it's important. We gotta we gotta we got to be able to we it is our responsibility Nathan to have a succinct answer to that question. Just like like just it like in ju- just it? like in Diwals with King who answer asked that question. So look, this I is mean, exactly do we, do what it is. We, let's we, let's we, read this. Okay, let's read this. Because this ty- this is like to clarify exactly okay. the problem. This okay. will cl- this go, will guys. this will make the problem very clear. Let's go. I'm not going to name names. I'm just going to read it out. This is someone from my um, from my Midland Academy. Everyone's going to be like trying to work it out. And like, who is it? Who is it, guys? Who is it? Okay, so um, basically he says this. He says, um, look, you set me learning objectives. They're great. But I feel like when you set me a learning objective, it just I don't see how it's going to make me win more games. Um, and he says, yes, I can see how it puts my jungler in a better position, but it still feels like I'm giving my jungler just more opportunities. But end of the day, it's still up to them to make the right decision. And therefore, in a way, I'm giving them another opportunity to fuck up. So I guess what I'm trying to type is, it's really similar to your Diewolf scenario where it was King who asked, you know, why are we doing doing all these things in the organization when, you know, the other team is just chilling and they're still almost beating us. Yeah. And he feels as though this whole process thing is good, but there's other players out there that are just pressing play again and doing better than him. And he always gets a sense that he just can't be helped. And after each day of solo queue, he starts to progressively feel more hatred towards himself, towards the game, towards everything in life, except for Jim, because he likes feeling pain and he wants to get laid. Great reasons. Yeah. Well, I mean, it makes sense, right? Yeah. Um, and then he goes on a little bit about his background here. I don't think we need to go through all of this, but essentially he um, he quit baseball when he was 14 and his cop-out excuse was that he wanted to focus on academics. Um, blah, 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 he says. And then he you know, he went through school doing really well. Um, he graduated third in his class. His parents were really proud. He's in college. He's saying he's doing pretty well. He's got some good friends, good grades. But now he's two years in. He's feeling miserable. And he's embarrassed to say it, but he um, he wants to go pro. And um, he, he refers to like Wooden and David Goggins, all these people where like process is the main focus. But he gets the sense that each solo queue loss is like this huge setback. Like every loss is pain, like a lot of pain because it's so it's making him further away from his goal. And he says if he could press Twisted Fate R in real life, he'd be sitting in a gaming chair on stage 
completely obliterating showmaker. However, sometimes I think about how upset my parents would be if I didn't continue with my science and stuff like that. You know, a degree is basically a guaranteed job, but esports is far from that. And I don't even think I'm even remotely close to professional level performance in game and out of game. And it's just that I, I, he says he doesn't really care about the risk, but his parents would. And that's what's eating him up inside. Um, so essentially, he just makes himself feel really guilty. So this guy, you know, obviously he is dealing with a lot of stuff mentally. And whenever he loses, because he's been following the process, he has a great review process. He plays three blocks. He has a small champion pool. He's taken all the boxes and he's still not getting anywhere. So I see a problem like this, dude, and um, this is a very hard question to answer. Well, the, the default thing that always goes through my mind mm. is the power of habits over long term. So that's the key one. I mean, I don't know how long has he been doing this for? He's done the three blocks and the small champo and the reviews, you know, for, for months. Yeah, so maybe yeah. He, he needs to chip away certain things. Months is not long enough, like honestly. Okay, look, I, I just don't think we go down that rabbit hole. Because again, he's just going to compare to others who are not doing that. No, but you've got to you get the long-term mindset mm. for every aspect of your life. Because even like the example for like the Maserati like, or something like that, right? Even if you were to break down like exactly what that person did, you might not be able to... You might not get the same result, opportunity. Right? Like let's say, for example, for your YouTube channel. You feel like if you were to start now, you couldn't get... It would be much harder. It would be much harder. Much, much harder. And someone could do exactly what you did. And still fail. And still fail, yeah, yeah. right? So, but if they sort of did somewhat around what you did, they should get, maybe they still won't, but they'll get close. Or maybe even over the, if they did it, like you did it in like a year, but maybe it takes someone six or seven years, you know? So it's like, it's going to be different, like your own journey, but... You got to commit. You got to love the process. Yeah, you just, that, that's the thing. You have. He doesn't to love, love the it. Yeah. He, what he wants is he like. I feel like when I read that is he wants, he wants to be like the process. It's going to be shit, shit, shit. I'm on stage with Showmaker. Oh, thank God! I don't need to worry about this process anymore. Is that okay? I, yeah, I, I can see that. It. I swear that's a huge part of it, Curtis. I swear to God, right. because that's how people frame it. It's like right. it's like they get to the rank and they relax. But that's what I talk about. You know, it's like in the last episode talking about when we get back to the gym, right? And it just doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean you anything. have to keep at the process. You have to keep at the habits. The process is it. It's not the result. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah, I hundred percent see where you're coming from. I, and you're probably I'm super right. Passionate yeah, about yeah. this mindset because, again, more and more, like I've lost my the process and everything on my main yeah. account when I, I've dropped like three. I'm on four hundred LP now, and um, now I'm just on my Smurf making my Diana guard. Right, I've just moved to guards now. So, 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 but he hasn't got a result though. But he hasn't got a result. Yeah, but he needs way longer. Which than, is way longer. Way longer than the average person. That's fine. Be a little special case, right. like you know. Look, I, I I agree with you. I, I but I wouldn't even say the average person because even even breaking it down. So he's in diamond, right? Yep. You know, how we, I think last episode we said it was the top five percent. It's lower than that. It's like two percent or something. It's this is hard shit, dude. Like like you it, like the way League of Legends works is there's got to be losers to be winners. Like he's going to be if he wants to climb high, he needs to be top one percent of players. It. It's ridiculous. It's disrespectful to think you're going to do it in a couple of months. Like, I hate that. That pisses me off. 
Like it should, it, like you got to be at this for if you want to get to that level. Like you know that guy that that guy felt like he beat. He probably has been playing leagues in season two or some shit. There's players there that you don't know about that they've been playing for a long time, and all this is down muscle memory and stuff. And there's also players that have done it for this long and failed and are stuck in platinum that you never hear about. That's right. We do. No one yeah, talks that's about right. that. Yeah, who never who autopilot. No one talks about that. No one talks about the people that all the other people that have autopiloted and stuck in gold. They're there. And let's let's say when I talk to Calvin and stuff like that, when we break things down, get into details, like I can, I I mean, I've done thousands of jungle reviews. I can systematically break down every mistake, every fundamental in, in, in for jungling. I mean, there's not even that many of them, right? If you follow these and you do them consistently, there's this challenger level game, but beautiful League of Legends, and this is what this is everything. It's very it's it's you got to get all these things into muscle memory and the mental stack, but it's there. You know, like, but you got to chip away that is for, for, for many, many months, many years. Okay. Look, I got an analogy that will, I think, describe what I think he's going through. I think you're spot on. But, okay. There's a difference between rocking up and doing it versus doing it well. So, yes, he's doing the three blocks. He's doing oh, yeah, unquote, oh, yeah, I, the I, process. Uh, yeah, uh, that's that's the other thing as well. That's actually a huge aspect. I don't think they're actually. Doing there is some it. people that be like they feel like they're doing. It. It's like, it's like you, all right, with any, anything. Easy example. You go to the gym yeah. and you do a half ass workout versus yep. your your your. You know, you you like you feel like you can do the next weight. You're like, oh, I'll just take it easy today. Yeah, you just you just, just easy do the, the baseline. That's the exact same. It's thing exact as same thing, right? Yes. But but what I feel is that what is preventing him from giving his max effort is this constant mental baggage. So the way so I... So the mental baggage is what was so, it? So in a way, so all this stuff about like, hey, he's got these pressures from his parents. He's got this huge ambitious goal. He's got, um, you know, comparing with all these other people and their results that they get. There's all this stuff that's running in the background. Like, and the way I view it is kind of like task manager. And like, you go to the task manager and there's all these fucking processes going on, right? Yeah. <laughs> he's got a, and his computer's slow as fuck, right? Yeah. He's got all these processes running. There's all these applications that are running in the background. Versus like that 16 year old kid that can just play. Oh, no, not even 16. Even that 20 year old kid that just has responsibilities. Just, it's, it's just chill. No, it's, it's happy. Chill. Maybe they're happy in their life. They're really present in the moment. They, they're doing great. And they just play they free just flow. Play 18 hours a day as well and just throw enough yep. shit at a wall, eventually it sticks. No, that, that might be, it doesn't mean it's fair, <laughs> just the way it is. Yeah. So I believe the way, yes. Oh, I just said his name. <laughs> Sorry. Mute that. No, he's going to mute that. In the, you mute that. <laughs> I can mute it in the thing. Yeah. Mute it, mute it, mute Everyone's going to be so angry now. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Um, okay, we'll mute that. Um, anyway. That's the beauty of the editing. That's the beauty of the editing. Not, not if we had a live audience, everyone like, oh, everyone like gasping. <laughs> yeah, everyone, everyone been like, they must know it. Oh, some one. people, some people. Um, yeah, yeah, but it's out of respect. You know, That's it's right, privacy. Of course, yeah. So, so anyway, basically, what I was saying, um, what was I saying? I lost my train of thought off that. Yeah, you're derailed now. I, I was saying basically something about how. Um, yeah, so he's, 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 he's doing the process, but he's got all this stuff in the, running in the background, essentially, mm. right? Which is preventing him from getting max value from the process. Yeah. So he, if we would compare this guy doing the process, this guy who's running at max capacity, beautiful, like he's present in the moment, no expectations, just like he has a goal, but it's realistic and he's wait, wait, chipping he, away he, at his it. His task manager would be empty, wouldn't Yeah, it? his would be empty, right? Yeah. That guy's is empty, whereas this guy over just here, have one who's struggling in the Midland Academy... 
the guys in the Midland Academy, he's his fool. Like he's got shit. Yeah, yeah. The computer's running slow as hell. Mm. So he's only getting like maybe 10% or 20% value from the process. He's getting something. There's something there learning, yeah, yeah. but it's very slow. Yeah. He's going like one step at a time where this guy's going strides. He's going, you know, a hundred meters every, every block. So the way I view it, I mean, there's two ways. He can go your way, brute force at months. And that, years, that's your way, six, seven, but that's your years. way, Nathan. That's Cause way. that's you, because you're patient. You're yeah. a patient man. And look, I think he would get amazing value from that. I think the the lesson that he would learn if he were to tread that path and look, he might never, not ever achieve his goal that way. He might, who knows, unlikely, um, very unlikely, but um, I think he would learn a valuable lesson if he were to follow that. Conversely, the other way he could go about it would be to try and delete these applications. Now, I don't know how to do that. I'm not qualified to know. I, I'm not a computer technician that could, I don't understand the coding behind deleting these applications. Maybe that's where, for some people, I know some people in my Discord talk about CB, you know, therapy and stuff like that. I don't know. Maybe it's even simple meditation, but um, or letting go, or maybe yeah, meditation helps get rid of processes in the task manager. Right. There are things that can be done, um, or even like following that train of thought that we were saying before. How it truly, truly internalizing the fact that everyone is on their own journey. And that he is simply on his own journey and he may be quote unquote disadvantaged because of his situation. Figure it out. If you had to do it, what would it look like? And you, you, and you, um, being in your own head about how hard it is or how much pressure's on you and all this is, if it would just not be, if you were to just let it go or just accept it, what would it look like? What would it feel like? And so I don't, I, I, I don't have the answer, but that is what is happening. That is what is happening for him. Um, and uh, tying back to the gym analogy, your way would be, let's just go to, as long as you're showing up to the gym and doing that shitty workout for months and months and months, you're going to get some results and slowly over time, you're going to like be, realize, oh shit, maybe I should actually... You'll regret it, yeah. You, I was you, at the gym, I might as well. Might as well. I'm, I'm playing the solo game, I'm playing the three block, I might as well give my best effort. But the dangerous thing about solo you can go backwards by not doing it right. That's the thing. You yeah. can actually get worse. Yeah, I guess Jim, you can't. Jim, you right? can't really get worse no. unless you're doing poor form and you're actually like... Yeah, injuring yourself injuring, and stuff. I mean, I guess that's a perfect example then, isn't it? Yeah. We didn't so really you get poor form that. and injuring yourself. You actually can get worse. Yeah. Which is what leads to people just being stuck in a division. If you're not going anywhere, you're actually getting worse because everyone yeah. else is getting better. That's right. That's terrifying. That's absolutely terrifying. The city's caddis. Yes, it is. So look, man. Um, basically, what I wanted to say was that, and this is going to tie into in a second, and I think this is where we're going to get into the weeds here. So we don't have the answer right now, but okay. this next section of the conversation okay. is I think that's where we're going to have to, we're going to get into the work here. We have a big responsibility here, Nathan. There's people that Curtis, are... Curtis, you're making it bigger than this. Now, now I'm pressured. I'm, now I'm in Dude, his shoes it now. Is. You know? It just is. It's a big, it is. An, it, it, this guy's miserable at the moment. I feel, I feel like we, we've, we've got to figure this out. All right, let's have a crack. All right, let's have a crack. Let's have a crack. So is there anything you wanted to add on before we dive in here? It'll spring to mind when okay. we get there, Curtis. All right, so I, had, I come to this thought the other day and I said how... Um, I was saying to Nathan, we've got to talk about this. 
how people have a different league journey. They're, they're, just, they're straight up journey from when they start the game, they install the game for the first time and where they are now. So the way I view it is that, you know, we're, we're all kind of trailing, we're, we're creating our own path. And uh, I view it as like, kind of like, um, you know, the movie Jumanji? Of course. The right? original one, the, the 80s Yeah, the one original one with Robin Williams. Yeah. Um, and like you... Everyone, you like roll the dice and, and, and then you get like a certain, you get put in a situation. Something spawns or something. Something spawns. You got like yeah. a rhinos are chasing after you yeah. or you're a safari, whatever the hell happens or spiders are there. Like everyone has their own journey to get the end. And, um, oh, so it's like a game. It's like the, the dice rolling. Yeah. yeah the, you roll the dice analogy, yeah. and then you, you get there in the end, but the way you get there is very different yeah. in a way. Right. Yeah. And everyone has their own journey. Yeah. And so with league, um, I, l- I look at some people's experience with the game and they come to me, they write to me, they tell me their story. And I'm thinking to myself, dude, I just never went down that path. <laughs> I'm aware of it, it exists, but I just, I never opened that door and I never got close to opening you it. Never, I didn't even see the door. You never the rolled the, the, the eight and you never landed on that pot, part on the board. Yep, I never went there. I skipped over that section, kind of like snakes and ladders in a way. Yeah, like you went, <laughs> I went over the, the ladders. I mean, I mean, when we, I mean, we got Hyalo so quickly we sort of just rolled 12, 12, yeah, 12, 12, 12. Well, <laughs> you know? something, something went on there. And let's yeah. get into this. Cause I feel like yeah. there were other factors rather than luck. Yeah. It's not just luck rolling in the dice. Yeah, That's an course. element of it. Yeah. That is definitely an element of it. Yeah. But there are other factors at play, which influence the type of journey you're going to have in the game. Now, what I want to start off with, which is, is your experiences pre league. Is it important to think about what are your experiences before you've played league, whether it's in competitive sport whether it's competitive in, in, a, in another area of your life. Were you naturally competitive in other areas of your life? Are you good at managing pressure? Have you ma- been able to manage putting yourself in, in, in hard, difficult situations before in your life, whether it's academic, are you very process-oriented? For example, my girlfriend is exceptionally... She knows how to learn. She really knows how to learn. And, and when she was telling about her story of studying at school... I'm like, I was in, I couldn't, I was speechless when she was telling her story. I'm like, she like whole process so what she, she had a process of how to like I've get better at problems. So for her maths, right? That. With yeah. maths, she would have like a book with like the questions and answers. And then she would have a separate book and she wrote out all of her mistakes and then, and, and then make notes on the mistakes, why she made the mistake. Oh my God. How amazing is that? She had a process. And never even came to my mind that there was a process. Yeah. It, the, the, for me, it was just like, you just got to read it and memorize it. Exactly. No one taught us how to study, right? Yeah. So I was in awe. I was like, Hold, that makes so much sense why you killed it. Yeah. She actually killed it at school. I'm like, wow. I mean, no shit. I can't compete with someone like you. <laughs> I didn't even know how to study. No. I couldn't tell you how to study. Yeah. So what I'm getting at is um, there, there is these experiences, pre-league, which influence the type of journey you're going to have. mm so Nathan, you had a very unique journey. What are some of your experiences pre League of Legends that influenced the type of journey that you had in the game? Um, and, and and also while you're at it, if you do know of any other members in your soul too, and and maybe can share some of their just reflecting on it now. I don't know. Maybe you do or don't know their their experiences pre League that maybe have influenced the type of journey they've had. Okay. Um. Well, well, I mean, I don't want to get into the whole story. I was just the I was, key I was, moments, I was the, the key, key moments. things. Okay. Yeah. So, because we 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 have our episode, I think it's called our league journey or right, our yeah. league 
background. There's an episode of the podcast you can find. I think it's one of the early ones, right? I think it was like in the 30s or 40s, oh, actually. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So, introverted person equals staying home a lot equals play video games. Okay. Equals not be higher up in the social hierarchy in school equals don't go to parties. Again, all introvert. Right, right. Equals play video games. Uh, World of Warcraft was the game. Uh, um, played the game a lot purely because of that. Got okay at it. Um, found the PvP uh, arena. Found uniquely found some interest in teammates who are very very good at the game, much better than me. Learned off them. Understood in in games how it's like min maxing and being really efficient every count every second counts. Um, apply that mind and then go to Guild Wars. Apply that mindset. Get to the top of that. That again PvP. Com- I love competitive games. Don't play single player games anymore. Uh, League of Legends mindset min max. Uh, one trick champion Udia rank two challenger in like a season. Yeah, and then and then get stuck in the pro scene environment and just by nature of sheer around me, just constantly stay high or, or understand the game right. at a high level and then rinse and repeat for eight, nine years, you know, can still maintain high ELO now. But I had to go through a fucking shit, shit, shit. Like I had lots of things that fucked me as well, being the one trick and Udia and the way that I viewed the game. But that's sort of like, those would be all my situations. So we'll get, we'll get to the league experiences themselves, but okay. let's stick with the pre-league. So you, Okay, pre-league. Yeah, yeah, so there was other stuff. So that's, Incredibly similar to mine. Yeah. I I mean, I played a lot of games because for different reasons, though. My family was very gaming oriented to, and super simple. Um, Like I said, surrounded. I got very good at a game early on because I just played a lot of it from a very young age. Found it against... I, I had I was actually people that I aspired to play like in Counter-Strike. Because I played Counter-Strike. I had Counter-Strike. role models. I used to watch, used to watch like montage videos of these Counter-Strike players yeah. that I loved. Yeah, and yeah, same for me for WoW. Same for you, yeah. WoW. Right then, I, then I surrounded myself with a bunch of elitist gamers in Counter-Strike that criticized me. And I, I just tried to push the boundaries of how good I could possibly get. And my expectation for myself was super high. Trained, trained, trained. And then, again, very similar, applied that mentality into, into League, which got me super high level very, very fast. So, we compare this with some other people. Now, we don't. let's say we don't know, right? Let's compare some other other journeys. Let's compare the possibility of some other journeys. Casual single player gamer. Yep. Yeah. So th- those players are, would most likely be like my gold clients and stuff like yep. that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Most of my um, high elo clients, they either were played other games pretty competitively, or they've been playing league for a long time. Yep. So yeah, they usually they played other games to a very high level and just yeah. very good gamers. We've, yeah. we've said this before, great gamers. Yeah. And we'll probably have to do a whole other episode on what a great gamer is and what they look like. I think we've kind of spoke about that before though. Um, but notice that they've actually played a lot of games. There's some people that have actually been introduced to League as their first game. game yeah. They literally have no other gaming experiences, mm. which is that you're at a huge disadvantage. Mm. Um. Wait, you think that's a disadvantage? 100%. Wait, even if you started in like season one, season two? If you didn't play other games before League, like you're just not a gamer, you're at a huge disadvantage. Oh, correct. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You just straight go into the like... Yeah, that was your first League. That was your... F- like you went from PlayStation in like, in type like, thing? In like season seven or eight or nine or something. You I'm not talking about the season. I'm just talking in general. Just like in if general. you hadn't played other PC games to what... Like competitive... Like, okay. 
you took if you hadn't taken or literally let's just say not even that let's say you hadn't even played other PC games before because so I you make competitive games or single player games. Um, yeah, like multiplayer games. If yeah. you hadn't actually played like other multiplayer games before and taken it seriously, you're at a huge disadvantage. Period. I believe because you're just missing that. It's the mentality that's missing. There's a very different mentality that you have when playing a single player game comparatively to to multiplayer. Especially when you're trying to get good at something. Think about all the games you try that. You would try to you tried to be good at COD, you tried to be good at WoW, you tried to be good at Guild Wars. There was multiple games that you tried to get very good at. Same for me. So that was just a natural flow on effect. Our pace of our gaming experiences, we knew intuitively things that did or didn't work in league because yeah. the games again still multiplayer you're versing other people the mentality side of it is very similar yeah, yeah the mentality side was the mentality like, allows you to grow you can only like have maximize like your 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 there's a programming in these games right so my mentality was you you want to maximize every like frame and movement and yes. mouse click same thing that's basically it yep right that's why i said in and my you can apply that to every game it's like you sat there doing pvp grinding all the time trying to figure out what the, the how to play the comps most out efficient. the most efficient way to use your abilities canceling canceling abilities chain cc, chain CC in, all yeah. these little details i'm sitting in my little practice tool in counter-strike in, skill shots trying stuff. to only use one bullet for every <laughs> headshot yeah for years yeah we're talking years and if i didn't get one bullet one shot then i'm in my mind i'm trash yeah that was my mentality yeah so just natural progression going into game i said we've just got a huge advantage yes okay straight up so now we can compare that with some again this is a healthy comparison we're not to say we're better this is just just this is the reality this is what the, our circumstances our circumstances this so, is our journey and this is again these are probably other people with very similar situations to me and nathan here that are they're, they're the people that you verse that are diamond one every season or master tier every season with just, you know, doing slapping their face on the keyboard, hmm. slamming their head on the keyboard. They can get to master tier because they're just great competitive gamers. Now, um, some people, like I said, they might have had zero gaming experience. Others only single player games. Some of them have actually probably even swapped. I've seen some people I've heard swap from like PlayStation to PC. This was their first PC game. Fascinating. Never even played PC before that. Um... They went from like COD on PC or whatever to straight or Halo on Xbox straight to League of Legends on PC because their friends started playing it. Um, stuff like that. Now, you could even, I mean, there's, there's so many, I mean, there's so many things that you could even, you could go, do you have a uh, results oriented, like a growth mindset, fixed mindset, which I think obviously does affect you, but I think that doesn't affect you until way later yeah, on. That's, that's like way a way on. later on yeah. thing, um, which we'll probably come back to. Um, are you supported by your... Fr okay, friendship group. Yeah. Big one. Yeah. Did you have... You had a friend... We both had groups, social... Not group, social, but online friends that yeah. we knew that were very good at games. That's right. And being good was like the thing. It was like this, this baseline That's the baseline. Yeah. Everyone there is a good... Is very good at yeah. that game. Yeah. Um, and you just don't... There's a way of... It's kind of like a cultural thing in a way, isn't it? Like that that back then, like old school, early early two thousands. No, but Curtis, like that's not how the way it worked. Like my real life friends were not good, right? I had to, I I, I went, I went on my own, and, right? Because no one else played World of Warcraft. It was just me. But, so then but, I I got associated with online people from America and stuff. Well, so we both we both spent a lot of time online talking to a lot of people. Yeah. Okay. Now. 
let's just say your friendship group online were casual gamers. So let's say you come from a RuneScape background or whatever the hell you come from. And yeah, I mean, like, I could have easily played the games with my... I mean, this is the core thing. Like, I could have I could have played the same games that my real-life friends... Because that's usually the way it works, right, doesn't it? Right, right. You don't you play, play with the, the same you play games. with your school friends, not with, like, your online friends. Yeah, right. right? But, I mean, I was just the even extreme introvert that... Even even my friends as well. It's like I wanted to be alone doing my own thing. You didn't even play with your friends. No, I didn't even play with my friends. But I could have easily, like, been that, though. And that would have influenced... Yeah, How I would just know well. I'll be in this position that I There's would be no in. Because they were just casual gamers. That's right. Yeah. So then I would be playing those type of games. So so there's other people there that are in their league journey. They had a bunch of casual gamer friends or friends that didn't even play games. So you were either feeling ashamed for, for taking games seriously or yeah. not encouraged to take games seriously. Yeah. Well, because, you know, it's like, especially in high school and stuff, it's like a social thing. Like, yeah. you're going to want to maintain these relationships. If, like, some, like, sometimes as well, games aren't fun playing by yourself. Like, like that's what we, sometimes we see a lot with League of Legends, the duo queue thing. It's like some people say they just don't enjoy not, not playing duo. Yeah. That's just a certain type of player, right? Right. So, as uh, look, we can, I don't think we go on any further here. All I, the point of this early yeah, pre-league like, experience was to think about it. Yeah. This is something that you should think about. And these are things that you maybe, if there, you do have a friend that is very good at the game, like your Calvin, his friend's grandmaster every season, whatever it is. Ask him a little bit about his pre-league. If you care, if that's what's really important to you and you want to get out of this toxic mentality that you're in, maybe ask him a little bit. Just like you would ask Warren Buffett what influenced him to... He has a story about how he got into trading as a kid. He was reading, he was doing... He started trading little things when he was like a kid. Mm. You know, whatever. Anyway. Now let's talk about early league experiences. This is an interesting Very, one. very interesting. Now yeah. I think this is this is what really shapes. I believe this is, you know, out of all the th- the parts of the journey we're gonna, you know, talk about here. This is like before you start the game of Jumanji, right? <laughs> this is like your experience before you, you've actually bought the board game here. Yeah. Now we're talking about your first like roles, like your first role, your first two roles of the game. What are they like? In Jumanji, if your first role was like this crazy, terrifying experience, maybe maybe that would affect the way you interpreted the game. Maybe in a healthy way or a negative way. We'll get to that. Conversely, you had a sunshine and rainbows first role, and you're like, oh, cool, you avoid the you avoid the issue. Maybe again, that could be viewed okay. As so maybe it's like you picked up a champion that you loved, one trick that to high elo, and then you were just around high elo like diamond for okay let's yeah let's let's break that Is down that an example okay let's before we even get to let's get to again friendship groups and the people you play did you even or, or for lack of their specifically role. for league specifically yeah. did you play at the start of your league journey did you play with friends or did you not play with friends and if you did play with friends how seriously did the did they take the game and what was your relationship with them like how toxic were they what were the messages they were spreading what was the culture like between your friendship group these are all great quality questions yeah they are that's very important now the theme between me and you nathan both loner gamers. Yeah. We we were alone. Yeah. I leveled to 30 by myself <laughs> in bot games. Do you know how many games <laughs> that is by myself? Grinding by myself. Yeah. No one, not a single person to talk to. No. No music. No. Nothing. I literally... That's gr- crazy. Why? <laughs> I can't believe that. That's, yeah. That's pretty is, nuts to me. No, no friends. I, I, I got into, yeah, League from my Wood of Warcraft friends. Yeah. You know how incredible that is? And all my friends, I, I, the people that I added on the game in my first year of playing league were just randoms that I just popped into a game with. Yeah. 
and I can remember distinctly talking to this random when I was like, this was before I was level 30, like Trinomir, is Trinomir, why is Trinomir so strong? <laughs> like, I remember like distinctly, like no, these moments. early on. Yeah, and I played Trinomir. Trinomir <laughs> yeah. And that was from normal games, bot games, <laughs> right? So both of you and I level, like solo gamers. We yeah. didn't have a friendship group to play with. Only solo queue, um, never duo, basically. Or, like just by ourselves. Yeah. Right? Yeah, even when we played League, we were pretty by ourselves as well. I mean, we, we would occasionally play like Twisted Tree Line together or whatever, yeah. but it's like you were just doing your rank thing and I'm doing my rank thing yeah. and then we'll just compare results at the end. <laughs> yeah. It's like, where are you at? Where am I at? Yeah. And we never really like compared the way no, we did No, but I it. never cared because I always thought I was just better than you. Yeah. I, 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 I thought World of Warcraft was... Yeah. It's funny going back to the, the thing talking yeah. about superior. I thought it was the superior game because yeah. it's closest to League of Legends, mm. right? But you had your whole thing about skill shots and stuff, which is, you know, I didn't really think about that. Yeah. Because, but that's true, right? So, but yeah, even then we didn't, like, I didn't give a shit that you, because you were diamonding on an NA. Because, you know, because the way it works is I was higher than you. Yeah. And that, that what inspired you to be like, fuck, I know I got to like get better than Curtis type thing, right? No, it wasn't. No, for me, it was Guild Wars didn't become an esports. So like, right. fuck, I might as well just go to Guild League, right? <laughs> And then, because it was like the biggest esport, I was like, no. But then you saw that I was diamond, so in your mind, it's like, yeah, that would have probably influenced you. Yeah, to be honest, I didn't really think all. about it. No, right. I was just like, I'm just going to jump to this game. It's a pretty big game, right? Fair enough. Because when I, when I got when I climbed as well, my first climb to challenge, you weren't even playing the game. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I stopped. I went because you were studying and shit like that. Yeah, you I were quit busy for a on bit. Because when I did it, was yeah, I didn't play that much that year. That was yeah. like term three of the year twelve. Yeah, that was the year where. You grinded a lot, and I only, I, I, I didn't play that much. It was just because it was exams. It was exams. Three. It was term three, yeah. yeah. It was exams. Well, I should have been studying, but I, I yeah. Didn't. Um. So yeah, again, I'd say we like even more extreme as well. We we I didn't even compare nothing. Even between me and you, yeah. Even between me and you. Um. So that's something to note. Now, other people they have a bunch of casual gamer friends who they play norms and then they get like all in their little group and they only duo queue. That's right. From the start of their league experience, when yeah. they first started playing solo queue, mm. they would compare and, and, and talk and duo and stuff like that. Again, that might positively affect some people. If you had a very competitive, people asking good quality questions type group, other people, they might actually, it could have negatively impacted you. Maybe you were the lowest skilled one in the game and they actually put you down. Again, these are all early experiences which shaped your identity and the way you viewed yourself as a League of Legends player. That was that's very possible. Potentially. These things to yep. reflect on. Yep. Um, other ones here at champions and roles that you mained. This is a big one. Big one for you. Yep. That made I mean again, it's all relative, right? But that definitely made my view of the game. I just thought tanks were were superior. Like, At the time, they kind of were. I think they were, yeah. They were, especially in the jungle. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that really... When I came back to learning the game here yeah, in Season 9, I had to learn Damage Champs, and I really struggled. Yeah. I had to break down so many mental barriers and ways I viewed the game. So this completely shaped your league experience forever. Changed, my, changed, changed your league journey forever. Yeah. But it could have been... You can view it in a positive way, though, because maybe you never would have... If you'd actually tried to change yourself earlier, you tried to diversify and tried to be like that all-round player and you never had a clear identity, then maybe you never would have got that rank two challenger and you wouldn't have been... That's correct, yeah. You know? That's correct. So yeah. there's always yeah. trade-offs, there's right? Trade you got to yeah. that rank you did, yeah. which got you in that in that niche, yeah. high elo community, which then started you to think about the game in a certain way because you're versing better quality opponents, so on and so forth, right? 
Now, conversely, we see this all the time, right? People with their, they started the game, learned it through the lens of, you know, Shivana jungle or Yi jungle, Warwick, Warwick jungle yeah. or Vladimir midlane or Katarina midlane or, and I'm like, we, we hear, we talk to these people and the problems they experience in the game. And I'm like, it, it, I, I, I can see why you're there. I can see the path that led to that scenario, but I just never had that. We never had that. I mean, you might have in a way. I did, you yeah. kind of resonate with that, but but I never. The AFK farming mindset was right. definitely a thing. Yeah. But I, like I never. And stuff. Yeah, because I never played champs. You never, like you Vlad very free You played a lot of things. I played a lot of champs. You, but you, every role basically carry, as well. You played. No, you didn't really play tanks though. Maybe you struggled with. I mean, you no, never I did. had. No, to. I did. Remember when what? I played top? I played. I was the Malachi God. That's true. You picked. I played that up every role, quickly. every style of play. Yeah. My when I first climbed, so I looked actually back. So I remember in NA when I climbed to the highest in Diamond One in NA. That was with Hecarim. Hecarim Jungle, Kale. I think it was like Hecarim Jungle, um, Yorick and Kale top lane, and then like Jana support and Cassiopeia mid. I was playing like multiple roles. Yeah, I could play multiple roles. And then you switched to like being a mid lane only skill shots. And then I yeah, then I had a very clear identity. I based off me and what I liked Ziggs about the game. Zerath, I went to like Zig Zerath you know, control mages. And that was my identity, right? But I, before that, before I decided on that, I played every role, every champ. I played a lot of different champions till I found my identity, right? But that I think shaped my very holistic view of the game. That's what made me a very cerebral player. And I think that's why I gravitated towards mid lane because it's the cerebral role. You're in the middle of the map. Again, if I had actually maybe fell down that rabbit hole, some one of my friends told me, Curtis, you've got to play um, Riven. Riven, you've got to play Riven. If you if you play Riven from the start, you, you're gonna, he's OP. You've got to carry with Riven. Maybe that would have shaped my entire... If I had these early influences, maybe that would have shaped yeah, my... You, I mean, you never really had that one-trick mindset, did never. you? You never did. Never. I don't know why I just didn't. Yeah. So again, if you had someone in your friendship group that told you to play a certain role, or maybe you played a certain role, maybe you played 80 carry for the first few seasons, and you never felt the need to f- be cerebral about the game, because both you play jungle, I played mid, going from, like, it facilitates a certain way of viewing the game, doesn't it? Like, you kind of got to be cerebral, because you jungle impact in the entire map, mid lane, you're in the center of the map, and you got to roam and stuff like that. Imagine if you're an 80 carry player, you played 80 carry for like five seasons. And you're like, oh shit, I actually like want to learn more about the game. You're at a disadvantage. Maybe. But you're good at something. But you're things. good mechanically. Yeah. Again, it's very complex. Yeah. And then we've got early, there's a big one. Probably the biggest one here is early influences. Yeah. Who influenced you in the game? Did you watch a streamer that you watched and the way maybe you saw like a, I know you were a big hotshot GG fan in season two or whatever it was who influenced you did you join disc, uh, reddit communities and discord communities or TeamSpeak or whatever <laughs> very early on you I know, know that maybe shaped your view and stuff of things that's a great question for you I didn't I personally I didn't have any I didn't follow anyone zero no. I figured everything out myself me too yeah that's again a lot of common there's a lot of commonalities between your early league experience and mine mm. even though we didn't even talk about this no we just happened to stumble in and went to the same direction. Mm. I, I don't know why. Mm. Strange. Um, and again, this is... And the point of this whole exercise, guys, what we're going to do, we're really getting into the details here. We're doing the work. This is the sort of thing no one talks about. You're either we just at the game end. or shit at yep. the game. We, yeah, you're either... We look at the end result. We look at where they're at now and yeah. what they're able to do yeah. now, not what got them to that level or what gave them that skill set. 
and this is, I think, Nathan, what we intuitively understand. This is what you and I, when we when we compare, this is what we understand. Everything, again, I tie back to that quote, everything makes sense. If something doesn't make sense, your view of reality is, you just don't have enough information. Everything makes sense. Does that... Yeah, I'm just trying to think about the way that even if it makes sense why now I sort of can play damaged junglers like Rek'Sai right. like, was really high win rate especially last season and stuff like these champs I would never because I had to put in I had to completely change my view and put in ridiculous amount of like more games than the, the average player to try and fix right. these things for right. myself so it's like okay well that that sort of makes sense why I was able to I would never be able to do it unless I put in all those games and failed a lot and really messed up and made basic mistakes Oh, so what were you saying, Curtis? So, um, yeah, um, I think you said something. I can't remember what exactly what it was, but anyway, yeah. Well, I was, I was saying, how does that does that um, does that resonate with you? You know, just the way I, I describe that that way of viewing it. Let everything makes sense. Yeah, that's is that is that how you like subconsciously, whether it's consciously or subconsciously. I'm, I mean, I'm trying to psychoanalyze myself mm. and i don't want to i don't want to put you in the same basket i mean i mean yeah well i mean yeah i mean so you so and so this is we're trying to answer the question like why we don't care about comparison well, why is it not a core why is it not really a, a big problem for us on our own solo queue climb there's people higher elo than us yeah doing it in less games yeah. with no process yeah. why does it not bother us well i think that look well i mean for me <laughs> I can't get good at the game anymore unless I really break things down and have a process and stuff. But why does that not bother you then? Why does that not bother me? Um, but, uh, this is what I'm saying. Because just the way the world works, you've got to know what's going on. <laughs> you just got to know what's going on. Like, like I can't autopilot. Like, if you, if you autopilot, you're going to get inconsistent results, even in real life and yep. everything like that, right? Like, yep. like, let's say you become like a, a millionaire. You have no idea how it happened. And then you go broke. You're not going to know how to replicate it. Yeah, yeah you don't right? know, right? So that's the thing. It's like, well, if I'm going to have long-term results and have a great relationship with the game, I need to really break everything down. Yep. Like, I need to get into the details. And there's no other there's way. There's no other way. Like, 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 Show I, me the other way. Even if they got it, I can't do that. So so what? I either quit the game and don't play the game. Yeah, or... there's no other way for me. Yeah, I, the can't. Like, I'm not the mechanically talented player. Like, I'm not an old, old boomer. That's a fixed mindset. But, you know, we this is the only like I don't compl- I don't complain about it it's just the only way well, but the other way is the way I view it Nathan is that the skill set that you develop through doing it this yeah, way yeah it's great it's fun man it I will follow it, on dude. to other things yeah it's amazing the mentality that you're gonna instill the discipline the and discipline. The, the just the long term thinking I love long term I just I'm not a big fan of long term okay going on so now we've gone through your pre potential pre-league experiences we've gone through potential early league experiences now, um, we all have problems, right? Problem challenges that we face during our early, you know, going from kind of, you've, you now you've got the basics, you've got a main role now, you're rock and rolling, you're starting to climb. This is earlier on, still earlier on-ish in your, in your journey. Now, we're going to come up with, face some challenges. Now, when you have a challenge or a problem, the duration of the problem that you face... I think has a huge influence on the journey you, mm-hmm. you, you have as well. So, mm-hmm. so to get to be more specific, if you are 
stuck at platinum four. Say platinum four. You're stuck. No matter if now it's been. Let's say there's one player who's stuck at platinum four for a year versus one player who's stuck at platinum four for three years. This 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 period of time severely impacts yeah. your relationship with the game and the type of journey you're going to have. Um, the duration of the problem, because I think from a from a it affects your your perception of the game and it affects your the way you view yourself as a player. What do you what do you think about that? Nathan? Well, how do you explain the people that 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 um, don't really get stuck at any rank mm. and then they just slowly go down and down and down each season? Yeah, they might have the same problem. Maybe it's not a rank, you know, it's the same problem, but they're just getting worse because the problem is getting, it's easier, it's easily punished comparatively to other seasons. And if you're not getting better, you're getting worse. Okay. But yeah, it's the same. I think it's still bad, right? Like you you still have this problem and it's there. Like you're not getting better. Yeah. Right. Um, So like what I I think what what I'm getting at here is that if you want to identify what the issue is as fast as possible, you're going to minimize the amount of damage, damage that you're going to incur with your relationship with the game. And I've seen some people, you know, they've just been, like they say to me, I've been Diamond 4 for X amount of seasons and I know I've got my work cut out for me. <laughs> you know, it's just, I already know where yeah. this conversation is going to lead and I know exactly how the reviews are going to look and I know the type of problems they're going to have after the review and I know what the second review is going to look like and I know what they're probably going to be saying to me in a month's time from now. It's like, it's like, it's like I can literally pinpoint it. This sort of person has been stuck at this rank. So they've got all these invisible narratives and everything that we talk about. Yeah, but they don't the... they don't truly understand how hard it's going to be to get oh, out of so, that hole. So is this a good analogy? You're like a you've been smoking for like 30 years. Right. You've like got so much damage. You can get healthy again. Yeah. But the damage is there? Is that a good analogy or not? Like you've done the same thing, yeah. you have the same habit. But the problem with with smoking is that like you can just like die. And like the pro- like you've done so much damage, you just yeah, and that might be that would have to right. like the damage with the game, the relationship with the it's game that bad, so toxic That's of a player thing. They they can't. They're just done. They 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 dying is they quit or they ah, can't. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Interesting. Well, like, like they can't, like, you know, sometimes we talk, talk about some coaching clients we have, we feel like that anything we do can't help them. Yeah. There are some unhelp. I mean, I don't like saying that because I feel like it's just, we're just bad coaches. Potentially. Like we're just not experienced enough to yeah. like deal with those clients. Yeah. yeah. Um, maybe, 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 maybe. yeah, look, maybe I think, I think it's close. Yeah. yeah. You're right. They've been doing this negative thing for a long time and it's, in, and it's over time, it's accruing damage, accruing damage, accruing damage. And then at some point, like, okay, I'm going to quit. I'm going to stop doing that, but the damage is done. Right? The damage is dealt. Yeah. I see what you mean. It's like, I always think yeah. back to, you love the Patrick example because mm. he was like a fresh little newborn baby. Right. And been playing for a year. And it's so malleable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he hasn't got all these things built up and. Yeah. Cause, yeah. cause, cause you know, cause you know what I find is that like, let's say you like get to a, like, let's say a really long-term player that's been like around the same year for years and they've never like improved. Right. right? They, they like, I've always viewed those people that they've like resulted to like being on Reddit and like those one trick communities. Yep, and they sit yep. there and they become like experts in like a little solid, like, mm. but they're like comfortable and like mm. they have all these narratives 
that from other people it's like why there's certain rank it's like toxic teammates mm. you know matchmaking you know not do- dodging or sort of stuff like i feel like you have i feel like the more time you expose the league community <laughs> the worse sometimes yeah well, yeah you know? interesting yeah it's kind of like esports as well like the longer you're in the esports scene you get damaged i think <laughs> <laughs> that's right yeah that's why yeah that's why i think players have shut short careers yeah. that's a part of it as well is that yeah, when you're in these these team environments, like you're getting you beat get down. beat down, you and know, unless you're the best, unless you're the one dictating the team environment, unless you're, you're the, the best player. Damage, right? <laughs> you're, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, even why then. that's why there's a huge turnover, and in, in, that's why there's fifty percent of the NALCS was gone this year. I mean, yeah, because yeah, the long you, you know what's interesting? I actually got a question that ties into this really interesting. Yeah, was, so that, someone else like, why don't? Because I got asked, I was going to do a collab with Peck and Wolf ages ago, and someone asked me like. Like, how come you don't want to coach Peckham? I didn't say I didn't want to, but yeah. if that was the way the question was framed. And I said, look, to be honest with you, a player like Peckenwolf, I can't help him. Mm. You know? Mm. not. And this is not to say, it's nothing to do with Peckham as an individual. Is it that type of player? Yeah. They're an old school player that has played since season one. Yeah. They have grinded game after the thousands, thousands tens of, of thousands of games over years. And they're just sitting at like those, the people that are already kind of like, you know, low challenger, like they're, they're those clients specifically. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the way I view it is. They would uh, have to be really ready. Oh. Like, like they, like you, you would have to. Have, they would have to beg me to coach type. They would have to be so hungry for it for me to want to coach. And like show, like that. show that they, they're trying different things themselves or something like that. Well, I mean, it's like that there's a famous saying you can't teach an old dog new, new tricks. tricks yeah spot on that's that's yep. the reason why that's, that saying exists and i think this is what this basically is in a in a way isn't it that's basically what we're tying on here the longer in a way you've had those yeah. problems yeah the worse it is yeah it's kind of like as well um uh you i mean just like anything okay so two things they say that the best like nowadays when it comes to high performance the 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 the, the whether the tennis players in the new generation or, or, or swimmers or football players, whatever it is, they get coached from a very young age. They get coached the right way. So there is no time for them to instill poor habits. That's right. So you get a player mm. of X sport mm. that was taught kind of intuitively, right? They are much harder to coach. Even if they, they, they start their coaching later on, they're much harder to get things the right way. And look, John Warden talks about this. Sometimes... You just got to let them do their way. Sometimes their way is fine. Sometimes their way is fine, but they're not going to be able to play the game the way you want them no, to play it. They're, no. just, they're just not. No. Peckham isn't going to be able to play the game that I want, but it doesn't mean he's might figure it out a different way. But um, I still feel as though this when it comes to coaching, you know, people, they wait until they get to like this, this situation where they're stuck for years before they get coaching. Like there's no harm in getting coaching earlier on to make sure you're doing it the right way. That's right. Well, that's what people don't realize. It's better for you. If you're unsure on the fence, just get coaching once. Or, you know, from a good then quality Then you start coach. thinking about You start things. thinking about things in a different way. Rather than getting yourself in a hole, like you're, you're kind of going to a different hole at least. You know, you're not getting too deep. Yeah, I mean, only on in my league career, I would have loved. Imagine how good it would have been. Oh, I mean, but I would have probably been too stubborn. I think I would have been uncoachable. No, I don't think so, Nathan. You don't think so? No, I think if you actually had someone you respected, you Got would have it. definitely. Okay, yeah, sure. It couldn't have been a, like a normal coach, okay. like a normal esports coach. It would have had to be in like a ex really good pro player. player or something. Yeah, yeah, very good pro player. Yeah. 
What the hell was that? <laughs> Don't worry, it's a sound in my apartment. It's, it's terrifying, yeah, dude. It, it gets louder and louder. It's, no way. Yeah, you know, it's bad. <laughs> it's like the bubble duck or something. Holy shit, dude. Yeah. We're in Nathan's new apartment here That's today. Right. New yeah. setup. Yeah. Speaking of new setup, Curtis, you look, we forgot to mention your new beard. Oh, yeah. Talk about new beard. People are going to be like, what's going on? Is that? The people are probably looking at it and he's like, is that. The new Am look. I seeing things? Like, is yeah. that new or is it so, you it's a special effect? It's a special effect. Yeah, it's edited in. Nathan edited it. Just like I had to edit out the <laughs> name of the individual earlier. Curtis giving me more work. Yep. All right, moving on. Anything else to talk about this one? Um, du- duration. And for the people, by the way, there's plenty of people listening to this that have, have played the game for a long time and maybe have had a same... So it doesn't mean you're unfixable. No. But it means you've got to accept reality. This yeah. is the whole point of this, that your your journey is going to be harder. And different to other people. And different, yes. Um, or it could be better. Yeah. It could be better. Yeah, sometimes if you can get out of a hole, sometimes the amount you learn from that, it's amazing. Because you have this unique perspective, all yeah. this experience that you've soaked up intuitively. Yeah. Um, okay, other ones here. So... Now, I, 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 you know, we spoke a little about, you know, pre-league, early league, some problems that you're going to face. Um, tying onto this problems thing, um, this all ties into the journey. I kind of feel as though I've seen a, a commonality or a trend between, and this is something I've just heard from my clients, um, problems in-game being an extension of problems that they face in real life. So I had someone I'm working with at the moment who is trying to learn Zed. And, you know, we've been doing some reviews and I did a, took a look at a game recently and um, he said to me, Curtis, look, recently upon reflection, this exact, the way I've, I've, I've done this Z learning Z journey, I've faced the exact same problem in my professional life. So when something gets too hard, he starts like trying to rush it. And looking for shortcuts. Looking for shortcuts. Not really just accepting that he can't solve this problem he just wants right to like now. Get over the finish line. Like, oh, thank God. No respect for the process or anything. Right. Like that. Now, I think this is a perfect problem. Uh, perfect segue. Before, just a bit of a sidetrack here. So, I'm actually learning Kiana. You you motivated me, Nathan. We're at the gym the other day, last yeah. week. You said, Kurt, uh, Curtis, Diana. I'm learning Diana. Um, I'm getting out of my comfort zone. I'm, I'm doing it right. So, I thought to myself on, on the way home. I was like, look. I got to get out of my comfort zone and something I've been procrastinating for a long time was doing this Kiana guide. So I said, fuck it. You know, Kiana's not even as strong anymore. Prowler's got nerfed. She actually got, you know, she's actually not as strong anymore. Probably picking it up at the worst possible time. So it's like hard mode. It's going to be brutal. So I started it over the weekend, very limited again. I only played like two or three games, whatever it was. And I was streaming some of these games on my Discord and it's just shocking. Like you would look at this gameplay and you would think this player is no way above platinum. Platinum, you yeah. know, platinum like yeah. they're maybe like a mid plat player, yep. plat one max. And I think there was a guy in my in my midland academy who was watching it, and he was I think he was contemplating like role swapping because he like lost all this motivation, like he was mids too hard for him and stuff like that. And he watched me, and I'm just talking. I went into the review, and I, I've been doing my review process. I actually have a separate spreadsheet. This is exactly what I did for Learning Z, and I record every game. And I have my, my notes, key, like, and I just dot points and then I get very specific and I, I literally save all these replays and I'll just look at the mistakes, key learnings, brutal process, really detail-oriented work, brutal. And he was watching me do this, right? And, he was, and he's like, oh, here we go, a basic mistake, not just rushing my combo or going in with no ultimate, like really basic mistakes. Because he'll be like, this is what I do. Yeah, this is, like, this is what I do. I've seen these mistakes, yeah. right? And this is nothing very similar to my league experience. 
but it's like, wait, this guy's like, you know, 1K LP challenger on the same server, right? And he's like platinum. What's going on here? But in a way, people forget that people start somewhere. You start, I got to start somewhere. That's right. You'll probably pick it up very quickly. I'll pick it up faster, but, but look at where I'm at. You look at where you're at, yeah. And I'm breaking down my problems. Yeah. Now, in the past, I, I couldn't have done this. In the past, four years ago, I wouldn't do it. My ego would be too involved. Yeah. I wouldn't know how to. I wouldn't even know how to start breaking down a problem. I would say I'm not talented. Those people who play Keanu, they're just good at those type of champions. Now, look, I'm breaking this down systematically, and I'm going to chip away at it. I'm going to chip away at it. It's going to be brutal. It's going to take me a long time. I'll do my 100 games. I'll get there. And... In the case of this guy learning Zed, he was rushing it, not getting into the details, stubborn in the, in his approach, forcing things, forcing this should work mm. rather than just being like, why looking did, at it, why, why, why is this work? not working? Yeah, it's taking work? a step back. Yeah. And he says this in his professional life as well. So talking about problems, what I've noticed and what these people are starting to realize in my Midlight Academy is the problems are exactly the same in real life. Whether it's, you're just low confidence and you're not taking the steps forward to break down why you're low confidence in this specific task, whether it's that you're results oriented with whatever you do, not process oriented, realizing that you're trying to do too much when sometimes doing less is more. There's all these, these commonalities between, because at the end of the day, a problem is a problem. Whether it's a professional problem, it's still a problem. And there's a way of breaking down these so skills. that problem solving, problem solving skill. Um, so I, I think this is an area. I mean, is there anything you wanted to add on to this? Like, have you seen this in your soul too with people? Have people brought this sort of thing up to you before? Well, I mean, that's why I love sharing. Um, I mean, I, I upload all my personal reviews or for my main account at least. And just showing just like how just basic mistakes, you know, can be made even from high yellow players, you know, so... But yeah, it's just the process. That's the thing. I don't care about the mistake itself. It's like breaking it down and fixing it. That's the thing. Yeah. That's the thing that we teach and we, you know, and that, that we try and learn. And we're working on it all the time ourselves. And it's great that now that motivated, he was going to quit. Now it's like, oh, this is what it looks like. How about I try this? Mm. I mm. love that. Mm. Um, that's sort of like away from the point, but like, I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I do like, uh, yeah, showing people that embracing the suck, you know, as we say. Yeah, 100%. Um, so anyway, so we've gone through all this. Is there anything else that we've missed here in terms of league journey? So we've got the, we've spoke about the pre-league, early league experiences, friendship groups, champions you've mained, roles that you've mained, um, problems that you face and how long you've actually faced them for, mm. role models, influence, people that have inf influenced your your view of the game and, and what SolarQ is all about and your relationship with the game. Um, uh, and again, this ties into your, have you solo queued or duo queued your way through? Um, do you spam games or do you not play at all? Cause again, some people, they're scared of ranked and they, yeah. they, again, tying to the duration of problem. They've been scared of ranks for three years. Mm. Same thing. That's not going to change overnight. That's going to take no. a long time. Yep. Um, is there anything else here you wanted to add? That's a lot. That's okay. Great stuff, so, pretty covered it. so this all ties together, tied out neatly with a nice little ribbon here. As you can see. Before you jump to conclusions about that player that you're trying to compare yourself with, whether it's in the Midland Academy with someone getting brilliant results, whether it's someone in the Midland Academy who's getting no results, whether it's someone in the Soul 2 getting amazing results or getting no results, whether it's someone you versus in Solo queue, you add them and say, what do you do? Nothing. I'm autopiloting and I'm better than you. Okay. 
this might be the re- this this all this stuff here, this league journey, mm. their experiences, their life, their upbringing, pre-league, during league, how long have they been playing for, the champions of the main, all this stuff. It's fine, guys. Right. Keep going. All this stuff um, plays a part, doesn't it? Okay, so for those of you out there who are genuinely finding themselves comparing, comparing, low confidence, look at them and look at me, I'm a piece of shit, going through this thought process, going through this thought loop, I want you to take a second to reflect on this. I want you to take a second to think about your own lead journey. Go through this experience, pre-league, early league experiences, some of the problems you face and how long you had them for and how you dealt with them. Um, all go through all and, and try and with the mentality that it all makes sense. Okay. And if it doesn't, you need to keep trying to and figure it out. If it doesn't, there's something else you're, you're, you're either lying to yourself. Get someone else's perspective. Get, get, talk to someone else. Have a tough conversation. It's there. You've got to dig it out. It's there. And this is if you really want to know and it's there. The information's all there. And before you go compare yourself, think about this. Take two seconds to think about this. You know how you know in car, like you're driving, you got like blind spots. Yeah, you probably got lots of blind spots. Yeah, that's a good analogy. I like that one. Everyone has blind spots, right? Yeah, literally everyone. Does. And and to actually to add on to this, think about it. It actually kind of mimics society in a way right now. Everyone only show you only see the people that do things well. Think about it. It's a, I feel like Nathan. I want the camera back. Okay, well let's get the camera. Get back. the camera back, back and roll. I really want to talk about two this. seconds, guys. So um. As I was saying before, so basically, um, we're talking about uh, it mimics real life, right? So on Instagram, for example, you think it mimics society, right? Yes. Yeah, so on Instagram, you only see the good things, right? You yeah. look at that person's profile. Look at this amazing, like this beautifully edited. It's hilarious. Photo, I was having really this conversation amazing. with someone recently, and this this, uh, this Instagram profile, and it's this girl. She's a Olympic uh, snowboarder. Mm. And she has all these Instagram images of her um, doing these crazy flips. She's been to the Olympics. She's 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 gorgeous. Well, she's beautiful. Like she's like a you know she's a ten she's a perfect individual. She's, she's like a model. Yeah, so she's, she go yeah. and she she's a model <laughs> Olympic athlete. Yeah. Then Stanford. Yeah. Crazy degree, and looking at she's so happy, sunshine rainbows. And we had this and and the person I was saying was saying how. Yeah, she says awesome. She, what an inspiration. What a role model. I'm like, yeah, great. I agree. She's definitely a That's role great. model. That's great. That's amazing. That's stuff. great. But there is things under the surface that we just don't know. No. Like she could be a fucking psychopath. Or yeah. what, there's yeah. something wrong here. <laughs> like actually, the more perfect I look, the more scared I am. Remember how there's like the, you talk about the, the episode of <laughs> David Irwin's talking to Joe Rogan and they talk about this uh, this other girl that had did, did similar things to Joe Rogan. And she looks like she is like Joe Rogan's like what because he's talking about all the demons he has yeah and then he's like to Joe Rogan like she's got demons yeah he's, she's know? got him everyone's got him they just don't want to admit the shit no <laughs> that's what he said that's yeah. what he said yeah <laughs> yeah totally because she's got them but yeah. we don't see them no that's a dangerous thing we don't see them mm. now in league when that guy destroys you right or you see that guy who's winning all these games and his X-ray you didn't see what led to that point you didn't see the losses. You didn't see the times where this guy shit the bed. Mm. This guy that... You got flamed by his teammates who's just losing all his games. This guy, right? He might be the player that is complete coin flip. Yeah. You just happen to be on the, yeah, the that, flip that, of the coin that, 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 that dominates that's, you. That's me when, I've, when I'm behind. 
when I'm when I'm when I'm ahead, I have a good early. A certain situation, you look like you look like perfect Canyon. League legends. Right. Yeah, amazing. But then the opposite end, yeah. you know, it's like. You but know. we only see with that one game. Mm. We ever emphasize that one game. So, look, recently I've been having a lot of people comparing, saying things like, "Yes, I won my promos. Woohoo! I went three and zero. Look at my three and zero block. Yes, I'm I'm, I'm master tier now. Woo! Yes." And they get all pumped <laughs> up. They're winning all these games. We're at top of Mount Everest. They're killing it. And then, oh, I just went zero three today. I had a three AFKs today. Four days later. Right. And and then they go from this high, high to this low, low. And this gap in between is just like you're going from, and this is similar to drugs. Like you're, you're this super high. You're taking mm. cocaine. Mm. You're jacked up. And you're, you're feeling great. And then on the come down, What's your default response going to be? I want more drugs. I want yeah. to get back to that high. Yeah. But that's what makes drugs so scary is that the fact that you're coming from such a high high to a low low. And especially if you're taking drugs when you're like, you know, depressed and you've got like all these huge issues and you're using it as an escape, that fucks you up. That's right. If you're using drugs and you are, you're in, yeah. you're up shit creek. Yeah. So um, it's the same thing with league. So in a way, yes, it's great to give yourself a pat on the back for, for getting that 3-0 block or getting that promo. Yeah, small wins, right? Small it's wins, brilliant. But don't like You can't overemphasize over it yeah. because what happens when you inevitably, it's part of the journey, right? It's part of the process. You're going to lose games. You're going to get unlucky. What's going to happen then? How are you going to respond? That's the next, I love that question. How are you going to respond? I mean, it's going to happen. How are you going to respond? You're going to you're going to lose three, three blocks in a row, nine games in a row, maybe even more. How are you going to respond? How are you going to respond? Are you going to go on Discord and go on a rant for 30 minutes about how bad your teammates are? Or are you going to just do review, your review, log off? And then move on to the next day, 110% intense. These are my focus. learnings. This is what I did wrong today. This is what I can do. This is what I need to do next day. How are you going to respond? What sort of player do you want to be? So, beautiful stuff here. I'd love to hear, and I'd love to see the comments for this episode. This What's your a, journey look yeah. like? What things do you realize you need to work on? What are some What are some areas in the journey that you completely maybe disregarded? Yeah. What are some things that you didn't think about when when um, comparing other people's league journeys? Because it's inevitable, right? Everyone's going to compare at some point. That's why I said you are going to compare. That's why I don't like, you know, I didn't really agree with Healthy Gamer and the way he approaches it. It's like, just, you know, you just don't compare, you know, type thing. You just, don't do it because we're no, but like it's just not it's not realistic. You're going to compare. It's natural. It's like the fish. Yeah, the fish analogy. Moving on to Nathan's mailbag. Yep, let's jump into Nathan's mailbag, everyone. Here we go. Jingle, jingle, jingle song. And yeah, it's trying to steal oh, the no, show I from me, stole it from me, dude. God, guess. <laughs> and welcome back to uh, Nathan's Mailbag, the greatest segment on the Broken by Concept podcast. The only segment that is structured on the Broken by Concept podcast. Champion pool and learning fundamentals. <clears throat> Hi, Curtis and Nathan. This will be a long one. Sorry in advance. All right, not reading it. See you later. Just get in. This is Kev. Kevin07. I'm the default jungle main who switched to mid this season. You traitor, Kev. Yes. Thanks for answering my previous question about smurfing to learn mid back in episode 37. I played 150 games on my smurf to learn mid, then started playing on my main where I have 200 games so far. I'm currently sitting at Diamond 4. I fluctuated between D4 and D3 a few times, but recently I went back to D4 0 LP, and I'm playing with Plat Average now. 
I'm satisfied with my progress so far, but I think I've plateaued and it may be time to address some underlying issues. I guess he's looking to solve the problems before he, that he's going to sit on this problem for, for months. Yep. Years, you know, that you talk about. Yep. So this is good. We're tackling the problem. First and foremost, I'm a Fizz 1 trick. Initially, I wanted to have a well-rounded champ pool, so I played Fizz and Victor, but I found it difficult to learn mid um, when I couldn't play either champ well, especially when both champs have such different identities. I wanted to learn one champ to learn mid with first, then expand from there, but I enjoyed playing Fizz and didn't find any other champ interesting, so here I am. In episode 48 of BBC... When discussing Victor's question of champion pool and learning new champions, you mentioned a few points that I found interesting. I'm not sure if I'm understanding this the right way, so correct me if I'm wrong. Number one, all in in on one identity, such as assassins, instead of playing both mages and assassins, is better. If you spend one champ only to climb, it'll take hundreds of games more to get good at the game. And number three, if you play a simple champ to learn the game and learn the fundamentals, it's easier and faster to learn new champs later when you're good. So those are our philosophies. Is that right, Curtis? Are we happy with those or we, do we need to rebut, rebut those? Uh, what was the, if you play one champion only, it takes you longer to... Yeah. 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 So that the... Yeah. Okay. okay. So that said, my goal is to just become a good player overall in the shortest amount of time. Okay. I don't care about being a certain rank. I like to optimize my game plan for long-term results. Mm-hmm. What would you recommend for doing this? Now that I'm Diamond 4, should I still be focusing on learning the fundamentals or should I be more concerned with the champion mastery? Should I start trying to learn another champ or continue playing Fizz? Okay. Good question. Um, now, bef- look, this is kind of like a side note and I would love to Nathan, know, Nathan, if you've had this same question. Do you get people say something like this? Along these, very similar. They'll say something like, I love my champion and like they just play this one champ, right? And and then they say, but I just don't find any other champion fun. When you say you expand your champion, they say, I just don't find any other champion fun. Do you, do you get that response often? Sometimes and I say bullshit. Sometimes. Okay. Because I, I think I have an answer to that question, that, that, that problem. We know that the more you get better at a game with a champion, like the, the more, more cha- you enjoy yeah, it, the more you enjoy it, right? So, so this guy, right? He's played a lot of Fizz. He's learnt the game through the lens of Fizz, yep. which is great, yeah, awesome. He's done that. He's doing it well at Diamond Four level, whatever. Now he's realized as you've gotten better at the game, you've you've, you've expanded your knowledge of the game through Fizz, how fun the game is. So he doesn't want to go back to square one with a champion anymore. Now this is not because you love Fizz. It's a combination between. You love Fizz and you hate learning another champion. So every other champion is going to be not fun because you suck at it. I, you know, I almost gave up my Dino Guide. What? Yeah. Recently? No, not recently. Like when I started the first right. day, seven games in, I just like, how the fuck does the E work? Like this yeah. champ just sucks. Yeah. Like I want to go back to my early game aggressive champs. Literally like five games later, this is the funnest yeah. champ ever. Right. There's so much But here. I just don't think that's that, that that timeline is realistic for most people. Yeah. Well, I think usually I it's like 30, it, 40, 50 I don't games think it's in. realistic, but because I picked it up, I just right. something clicked. Got you. you but that, I just wanted just that message. Like, well, that click so moment happens at different periods for certain people. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think you're right. There is a click moment where things like, oh, okay, I get it now. Not because you're good at it, but you, you get it. You see the I glimpse it, yeah. of what makes yeah. the champion that's right. strong. It all made sense. It was like, oh, I yeah. Yeah, yeah, got you. So, so I think that 
what you're going to have to do because you want to do it in a way that is, you, you know, you don't really care about, you want to do it in the shortest time possible and he wants to be the best overarching player. Learn another champion that is similar to Fizz. Don't learn a mage. Screw mages. It's too much. So learn a champion, I would say, throwing it out there. These are a few champions that you should potentially consider. Akali. Uh, maybe even... Uh, he says he's thought about learning Rumble, Yone, Kiana, Zillion, Kennen. What do you think? Yeah, would, Yone. What do you think would benefit my champ the most? Yeah, Yone would be great. Kiana can work, although it's very hard. Um, not Kennen and not what was the other one? What do you say? Zillion. No, not Zillion. So yeah, Akali, Kiana, uh, Yone, Zed. Zed's a very good one. Very similar. I like Zed. I recommend it a lot. Um, any, any basically any other assassin that mimic because you, you use the similar skill set so i'll find any the, the the one out of those that is the least overlapping at the same time so for example that's why i didn't recommend echo because echo is very similar to fizz um because fizz is usually better into range champions whereas akali is good into melees um that's why i kind of like that an 80 champ also works so then you have a 50 you have an ad and an ap that is great so any of those try and avoid echo um, so that's what I would recommend. Another assassin. And then you'll be all good. You have your small little two champ pool and then you'll be rock and rolling. And ideally, maybe when you get a little bit higher to a third one, but, but that would be good. So that answers the question? I think Pretty so. Pretty simple, right? Yeah, he just said he was playing Fizz and didn't find any other champion interesting. Yep. So here I am. And that's bullshit. You're right. It yeah. is bullshit. Yeah. You genuinely will, you'll have the very same experience on another champion. You just got to give it a shot, give it a crack, get through the, the tough first 50 games. All right, so this next question is from Nats. What was the first one? Who was that from? You didn't say, did you? Yeah, Kevin. Kevin. Oh, right. Kevin. Ke- I call him Kev, but Kevin. Kevin 07. Um, this next one's from Nat Sound. I don't believe that's his name. Okay. Uh, question. Wild Rift as a palate cleanser slash coping mechanism for league players. Also, what Wild Rift players can get from league content? I'm 35 years old. I have a full-time, very intensive job that requires travel. I love it, and it is the sole focus of my life. However, I also love League of Legends. I consume the podcast. I follow the splits. I keep up with the patches, but I really don't have time to play, and I really haven't had any serious time to dedicate to any sort of rank goal since 2012. That all recently changed with the release of Wild Rift in NA. It scratches the very same itch that League delivered all those years ago. And while I still don't have time to push super high elo, I'm currently plat one. All the fundamentals apply. At the same time, because I can get anywhere from two to four good games in an hour, I can actually have a ranked narrative that feels nice. The micro is there, just different. The macro is there, it's just more condensed. Champion Mastery is there, it's just a very different alternate universe meta. The theory is there, it's just applied to a shorter blast of league. The intensity is just the same. I would never ask if this could be used as a strict teaching tool to have people learn the fundamentals of the main League of Legends because it's very different. No mouse clicks, camera is locked, games are way shorter, which means the meta will never sync up and there are different goals to achieve victory. However, what I will ask, could this be a good palate cleanser for for people who seriously play League? It could just be that I've aged a decade, but I feel way less tilted playing Wild Rift than I remember trying to play the game back in the day. It feels really nice. Um, 
Also, again, I have to say that whilst they are two very different games, I still feel like most of what you guys talk about applies here and it still feels like I'm part of the larger community. When I do play, I take it seriously and it's rewarding. Interesting. Now, I did play a little bit of Wild Rift. You did? And I told you to play it. Yeah. You didn't do it, though. I played like two, three games. It was interesting. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? It's interesting. It, it's 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 fun. It's not what I expected. It's actually pretty fun. Yeah, I, I thought it was going to be average, but it's actually fun. Well done. It's, well, it's a well-made game. Yeah, they did a good job. A really good job. Um, you want to kick it off? Um, I just want to quickly address why the game's not going to be as toxic because there's less at stake for people. Like, it's just... Um, so you will have a better experience in terms of being tilted less. And even for you, there's not much like it's because I don't know, man, am I just disrespecting the game a bit there? But I feel like when I play it, I mean, I can't, oh, we can't I can't really compare. Can't compare. Look, I, I think I know where you're going with this. Look, I, I think inherently because the games are so quick, there's only so much pain that's that right. you can induce. That's right. Yeah, that's correct. And like typing is a pain in the ass as well. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Like in League, you can yeah, smash no out stuff, yeah. but like, it's so you don't have time to type and the games are so quick and people just die everywhere like you can just get kills so quick compared like more kills more shit's happening it's less and it's less brutal like there's healing shrines everywhere you can get back on the map really quickly because the lanes are so short you can't get frozen on and put into you know and if if if, if your lane explodes you can always do something elsewhere the game is less tilt inducing yeah got it the concepts aren't as brutal it's not a brutal game i wouldn't call it, like league is a brutal yeah. game one mistake and you're you can be screwed you're playing a different game so you're going to remember the toxicity in league is for a reason the toxicity in league or okay toxicity i believe is a direct correlation to how brutal a game is or how unforgiving a game is and League of Legends is one of the most unforgiving games. And, um, yeah, that's the way I view it. So I just don't think you're going to get the tilt. I don't think you're going to get the, the, the toxicity. Um, it's just not going to be on the same level. And I want to address that part of it first because I think that's why that attracts... That would attract to people a lot more, specifically because of that. It's just sort of, like, different. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, if I, like, I have X amount of time in the day... I'm playing a ranked game rather than a wild rift. Right. Like, like, I mean, I guess you could maybe sort of like, you know, cause the shorter games, you could maybe play a quick 10, 15 minutes, but like I got other stuff to do. Okay. I think like, the question, and, and, and I want to play ranked. I want to get improved. But from the ranked. question wasn't really about that, right? It's more about like using it as a refresher, right? Oh, as a refresher. As in like, I'm assuming because you don't want you, maybe you've tilted in game. Oh, he's like you want traveling to do something or something. Else. Maybe, but I was the way I was interpreting the question anyway was like you're tilted in a league. You don't want to play any more league. Okay. Is it better to play Wild Rift than like do something else? Okay, interesting. Maybe, maybe. Personally, no. You don't think so? I think the best refreshing in a league is to like literally not even watch a single video. Yeah, just like, completely just detox from the game. Yeah, like, I agree. Spend a weekend away from League of Legends in like in every capacity. No streams, no games, no normals, no nothing. You detach. To, re to reset. That's to reset, yeah. yeah. Be refresh in the most refresh. effective way. Yeah. Personally. Um, that's what works for me. What about as like a warm-up? Mechanics are too different. Yeah, no. I agree. You're not actually warming everything. I mean, I think it's perfect for someone like... Um, what, was his, what was his name again? Um, he didn't really have oh, Okay, so yeah, for, for whatever... This guy, um, I think it's great. Yeah. And if you can fill your need or your love for the game, that competitiveness, great. 
Yeah, that's great. In a way yeah. more time effective, yeah. on the move thing. I think it's absolutely brilliant, dude. Um, I think that's what the game is for. Mm. That's what the game is for. It's for more for people that don't have the time to sit down at a computer and smash out a thirty-five minute game, and they're on the go, they're on the move. It's brilliant. So, um, I I don't even view League and Wild Rift kind of together. Yeah, I just don't. Game, yeah. They're just. I mean, yes, there are some concepts that flow on from League to Wild Rift. I don't think it goes both ways. Wild Rift is Wild Rift. Yeah. And it just so happens that some of the concepts from League just flow onto Wild Rift. Yeah. Wild Rift is not like League at all. Well, the same fundamentals, obviously. Levels, experience, items. Yeah. Yeah. Lane in, minions, yeah. jungle. But it's the, the, the application of it is so vastly different that I, I think, if anything, it could even be a negative. Because if you go from the mentality in Wild Rift that everything is go, 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 you don't have the patience. You know, I'm just playing devil's advocate here. Um, yeah, maybe. It could even be a negative. Because mm. you're getting in that mentality where it's kills, 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 no small wins. There's no small wins in Wild, wild Rift. No, there is. Uh, Come on. At the highest the level. The scale would be so different. I don't, the game I don't is just know. faster pace, man. Okay. So a small win. It's still a small win. I guess it's still a small win, but it's like a small, a small win for what, like a second? Whereas a small win in League is no, like... For, for the rest of the game, for the entire game. Right, maybe maybe, maybe I just don't understand the game enough then, because the way I interpret it is that it's more like a team fortress, like fucking death. No, match. it's because it's because you're playing in low elo. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, he's probably like high elo. In right, it, maybe they're like really slow yeah, paced. Yeah, yeah, I guess. How okay, are you talking about dude. I don't. know. I thought that was just the game. I thought no, no matter. You don't think no? Because the way I envision it at the high level, in in my mind, it's probably even more chaotic. Because think about league, right? You look at a game in gold. The lower you are, the slower it is. The lower level play it is, the more sloppy, like no, the more slower slow, it is. It's chaos, but it's slow though. It's slow chaos. Yeah, but but what I'm saying is still, it's going to be even faster pace a higher elo because of how much you can do. Again, yeah, the faster pace into the tempo and all that sort of stuff, but there's not like kills happening. I think they are. I you just, are? I mean, I would love to. I've never watched a Halo TFT right, game. Maybe, I, maybe we got it. Maybe we're just not equipped to answer this question. No, I don't think we are. I'm very I just, un yeah, I don't understand the, the game. Yeah. Okay, so let's 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 get educated, Nathan. Let's get our <laughs> let's shit together. We're gonna have to explore. Maybe, Wild maybe let's just go and stream. I'm, I'm sure people stream it, right on Twitch. I don't know. No idea. Yeah, I think Tar I remember watching Tarzan was playing at one time. Right. Okay. Timo's like OP in or something like that. Well, yeah. I, re re I respectfully cannot answer your question then. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave it with that. Not sure. Not I'm sure. sure. All right. Last question is from Nick. How integrating League to my very busy schedule has been extremely beneficial? Hello, Curtis and Nathan. Hey, Nick. Uh, my name is Sartan. Oh, oh. so he has two names. Well, I mean, that's maybe I just accidentally said his real life name. I think it's his IGN. <laughs> And I want to start by saying how much I think what you guys do is amazing for League's community. You two are awesome people, so awesome role models, and I hope this podcast keeps going for a long time. Well, we've got another, how many episodes to do? 900 and... 943? Three, or two after this one, right? So we've got a lot more episodes to go. The past year and a half has been quite a roller coaster in my life. I lost my job at the start of COVID, had to go through online university, and I found myself having a lot of free time to play League. I finished last season with well over a thousand games, barely able to reach Diamond 4, despite being high plat for the entire season. As of this moment, integrating League to my schedule has been much more difficult. 
I've moved out from my mum's place and working 50 hours a week at my job and I'm taking uh, an online university summer class despite all that. Needless to say that I can play one or two blocks a week at best, yet I've recently reached Diamond 1 and I'm aiming for Masters by the end of the season. Whoa. How fascinating is that? He has less time to play and he's higher ELO by a significant margin. I mean, this just ties into the whole league experience. This is crazy. What I've realized has happened is that I take my games so much more seriously than ever before. I have went from spamming games mindlessly to understanding that playing league is now a privilege that I should take as seriously as possible. The way I see it is like when you live with your family, you don't necessarily appreciate the moments you spend with them as much as when you move out and can only see them for a few times a year. The same thing applies for league. When you have a lot of free time to play the game, you are much more likely to just jump into a game and play with little to no intensity. As of when you can only afford to play a few games a week, you'll be performing your heart out of these solo queues. Curious to hear your guys' perspective on this. I love that word, privilege. That's a great word. It's a great word, isn't it? He's articulated. He's, that's a very healthy relationship with the game. Beautiful. That's excellently articulated as well. Look at that. It's just it, it, it's such a te- it's a testament to having a healthy relationship with the game. Yeah. What a life. The experience that that's such a life changing experience, isn't it? Like yeah. the perspective you've gone from one end to the other, thousands yeah. of games to like mm. that, and gotten results. That's just that would just boggle your. That mind. would yeah, it would, it would make sense. Yeah. Wow. I mean, look. Thank you for sharing that with us, man. What an absolutely beautiful story. And um, uh, I'm glad that you've kind of got your shit sorted as well, given that you lost your job and everything. That wouldn't have been easy. And um, We always have rough patches. Yeah. I mean, that's back, amazing. Get into the details. That's really, really good. And, and look, I think, in a way, that motivates me. How could I encapsulate? How could I, how can I take a little bit of that, what you have? How can I take that essence mm, mm. of viewing the, playing a game of League of Legends as a privilege how could I? How could I? Sh- that's powerful. Yeah, that's, man, powerful. that's powerful. Like, imagine if we could just tap into that just a little yeah, like, bit. Like when I was reading that, my first thing is like, when you're playing all those games, you're actually disrespecting the game. You are. You're abusing it. It's like abusing something that's good, and then it doesn't become good anymore. Yeah. It's like when you, let's just say, for example, you listen to a song over and over again. Yeah, <laughs> listen to a song. That's a great example. And the first, and then you listen to it, and you abuse it, and then you hate it, and you can't stand <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, there's many and all like food in a way. Like you, you're um, sick of food. Yeah, it's like when you have takeaway once a week. It's yeah. awesome, it's like when you, especially when you're a kid. Yeah. But then when you move out and you have it all the time, it's, yeah. it's like eh. Yeah, it's the same thing. I like it, man. I, I'm gonna try and tap in. I'm gonna steal some of that stuff there. Ju- I'm gonna steal the juice there. Squeeze it out. Squeeze it out. See if I can actually um, apply that on my own. Something I need to reflect on. Mm-hmm. Interesting concept awesome story all right well that's good to end off then curtis positive note all right guys hopefully you enjoyed this one (laughs) i um we got lots to do yep oh i like this episode i mean this is a good one i mean a lot of reflection going on um love to hear the comments on this one make sure guys if you forgot but if you just listen to this podcast leave us a rating on apple Podcasts. or don't or don't if you just think the quality yeah, no, this is not a this is not a um what do they call it what it's not a dictatorship okay well, people can do what they want to do we do we shove three blocks down people's throats sure, actually we're a bit contradictory that's right you know you say it, you're part of the, the middle i don't want to hear anything from familiar academy if you don't have a process okay that's dictatorship got you all right guys we will see you in the next episode of the bbc podcast